This is The E-Commerce Leader, a show just for you, the owner of a thriving online business. In this bite-sized episode, Jason and Kyle share a practical tip that every e-commerce leader should know. Let's jump in. Yeah, as we record this, we're sort of in what we think is the peak, or we hope is the peak, of the concern related to uh, coronavirus. Obviously, we're both locals here in Seattle area, which is sort of the epicenter. Uh, and this has just gotten more and more intense over the last, what, two, three weeks, four weeks. Yeah. Um, and so today's topic is going to be about how to address these concerns. And we've got six tips, but top of mind thoughts for you on this whole situation we're in. It's just how fast, how fast you can go from a one week where people are having this whole other conversation to seven days later and the conversation, the narrative, everything's completely changed. Yeah, and it just speaks to how quickly that these things uh, can move uh, through the throughout the entire world, not just even in our community. Yeah, business climate mm-hmm. just changed. We just went from a booming economy into a recession overnight, and overnight. the only question is how big a recession is this, and how bad is it going to get? Um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, everybody is thinking through what is the um, the strength of my business, um, and. I mean, I think that's the thing to really uh, evaluate right now. All of us, I think, are doing that already. So we've got six tips we thought we'd share uh, that we've brainstormed together a little bit. Um, And so, Kyle, you want to kick us off with the first one, and we'll just take turns, go through these, and then chat about them a little bit. So, Yeah, absolutely. The first tip uh, that I have for all of us as e-commerce sellers is, one, remember that you are the one leading your organization. You're the one leading your families, the people around you. So be a good role model. That means be calm, be consistent, be the one who's encouraging, encouraging the right behaviors, um, the right attitudes to have. Yeah. I think it's really, really important that, that we set the tone as leaders. Um, I love don't that. forget that first and foremost. Yeah, a few, and a few additional thoughts that tag along on that. Don't make promises you can't keep. Don't say stuff you don't know is true. You know, don't be you know, hyperbolic or you know, over the top in terms of your commentaries one way or the other. I mean, it's important to let people know where you're at. And I think communication uh, is key, right? Communicate, communicate, communicate. Um, and, but everybody who works for somebody else is asking basic questions. Am I going to have a job? How stable is this company? Is this per- person going to burn me? You know, I'm going to be you know, out looking for work. I mean, reassuring people's fears, that kind of thing, I think is super critical right now. Yeah, that's Absolutely. good advice. Be the leader. So, and, and honestly, uh, being the leader sometimes means pivoting really fast, making hard decisions. It also means um, being smart and creative when you can be um, and have your business wits about you. Yeah, I love that tip. That's a good one. Um, and we'll just fly through these. I don't think we need to belabor the point. But um, second one, the one that uh, I wanted to mention is, um, you know, obviously uh, sales channels, uh, for e-commerce sellers are top of mind right now. Amazon, I, I'm not an Amazon seller as our primary channel. It's uh, Shopify for us. But for you and for a lot of Amazon sellers, they're changing their rules in real time. Um, and so the question is, are you um, in a position where sales channels can hurt you? Um, or can you pivot? Do you need to pivot? Is there an opportunity to review alternate channels? Um, and is now the right time to do that? Um, what's the latest status on Amazon as a channel? They're not accepting inbound shipments currently. 
Yeah, so for third-party sellers, they are not bringing any new inventory, um, except unless you had a grandfathered you know, shipment already yeah. scheduled in their platform, you can't create a new shipment until, I think, believe April 5th. Unless you fall, unless you fall into a, what they consider it a critical category, yeah, um, yeah, you're you're blocked. So total business interruption for everybody who's dependent on a Amazon only sales model. Um, and so now's a good time to ask the question: Can I be on Shopify? Can I be on Shopify and push my products into Walmart.com? Um, should I have been on eBay? Can I resurrect an old eBay business? Uh, these are primary questions that I think are top of mind for people. Um, you know, we've built amazing Shopify sites for some of our clients in literally three or four days. So it doesn't have to be long and protracted. Um, Shopify is absolutely uh, the place to be in terms of broadening your brand, broadening your um, direct-to-consumer uh, sales approach. And, um, of course, that's sort of our, our wheelhouse that we work with. Most of our coaching clients are in the Amazon or eBay to Shopify mindset and uh, um, we've had some clients who've just been absolutely crushing it, uh, in the last few, few weeks, really. Um, and so it's something to think about. Definitely. Think about. I think that little, uh, voice in the back of your head as an Amazon or eBay or any market seller that says, Hey, you better be building your own, building your own audience, doing that thing. Now, when situations like this occur, it's becomes a blaring alarm that you just can't, you can't silence. And honestly, I mean, you know, sometimes that's what it takes for people. Um, and, you know, it's like that old cliche, when was the right time to plant a tree, uh, you know, 50 years ago. But if you didn't have it planted 50 years ago, then the best next time is right now. And uh, we have clients who are crushing it on walmart.com. And it, they're crushing it on walmart.com because they figured it out nine months ago or, you know, 12 months ago. And um, so if you're in that situation, it's not too late. It's a good opportunity to explore alternate sales opportunities. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Which leads into our next tip, which is review your business model as a whole. Because this, times like this really uh, begin to shine a light on the weaknesses and also put it under stress. It's like do a real assessment of how your business model works yeah. in your business. And that includes a sales channel review for sure. Uh, and this is a time to reflect, a time to really look at it within a lens of how is it going to perform in a potential downturn in the economy? Like, what do the weaknesses look like? You know, where are my vulnerabilities? And get honest about that because you may, you'll likely have to pivot quickly to make yeah. those changes. And so that's, that's, this is the time to do it. Man, I mean, I, it, and that, you know, has been my go-to, <laughs> my go-to message for, you know, last three, four years as we've been doing teaching and coaching um, is, uh, you know, evaluate the strength of your business model. Um, the book that came to my mind this last week was Nicholas uh, Nassim Taleb's book, Anti-Fragile. And the question is, is your business model anti-fragile? The concept there is there are some systems that under stress become stronger. And like, you know, your bone getting broken as an example, it kind of heals stronger there are businesses that will come through this stronger. Uh, and in general, e-commerce companies, I, I think, are really suited really well for coming through a down economy like this and doing direct-to-consumer sales uh, and ended up being stronger. Uh, other businesses, um, a, a really jarring situation like this will underscore the weakness in their model. And you know how it is. Some companies might become zombified in a way through this they're wounded 
and they don't recover. Uh, and then other business models that are just frankly a bad model will be vaporized uh, and people will just be shut down. Um, so, I mean, I think it's a, it's a good opportunity to really think through that. Yeah. What is the yeah, business model? Uh, I, absolutely. I think that's important. And then also it's important to think about, you know, money going in and out, which is the next tip that you're going to, that you yeah. have on your list. Yeah. The, that's the next uh, uh, suggestion is um, now's a perfect opportunity to review your expenses and really get a clean uh, profit and loss statement with all of your expenses clearly listed, your P&L. Uh, if you don't know how to put one of those together, we have templates um, in our mastermind group. Uh, we do this work with our coaching clients extensively. Frequently when we work with coaching clients, the first thing we do is ask them to put together a proper uh, you know, profit and loss statement. If they don't know how to do that, we help them. Um, so that you can see where your money's going. And uh, it's a perfect time to review uh, expenses. Um, we would advocate for, you know, being a part of a, a smart coaching program and a smart group where you can learn from effective people, uh, effective skills. We would encourage you to stop wasting money on the shiny objects. Uh, now is probably not the time to spend a lot of money on, um, you know, some some type of content, but if you can learn a new trick of the trade and really understand something at a deep level, um, you know, we would encourage it as we speak. I know we've got people who we're, uh, you know, connected to that are launching their, uh, you know, um, course related to using virtual assistants. Um, and that's super smart. Getting training on how to do smart business is wise, but it's a good time to review your <laughs> checking account or PayPal statement and say, am I still paying for Ty Lopez's training from five years ago and I haven't looked at it? Um, and those types of expenses, it's perfect time to cut them. Exactly. Um, Ty Lopez appreciates it. Your, right. your checkbook doesn't. Exactly right. Yeah. So, so review your expenses and, uh, and lean into the things that are smart and cut the things that were just candidly probably you know, needing to be cleaned up anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good tip. All right. What else we got on our list? It's good. Uh, the next one, it kind of leans into expenses and optimization and that's around your advertising because yeah. when you have disruptive things that are in the marketplace, uh, the, the smart move is to really begin to identify where there's opportunity because some people begin to panic and they're just like, ah, they freak out. They don't, they aren't advertising or they're not advertising effectively. And so there's room for you to push into that and not really looking at advertising as an expense, you know, because you might be like, oh, but it's not a huge part of my budget. It's really about ROI and getting yeah. a, a committed approach to advertising to where it's producing a return on the investment. Your advertising shouldn't be seen as an expense you just drop money in. It should be seen as an investment that you put in that's actually bringing back ROI positively into your business and something you can begin to work and scale on. And if your current model is just, well, I just dump money at Facebook and hope and pray, that's definitely something you don't want to be doing right now because that's, that's more of a gamble yeah. than it is practicing good ROI management yeah. on your advertising budget. So yeah. look for opportunities, look for ways in social media, look for, you know, potentially on, on is YouTube a good avenue for your business and that yeah. is maybe underutilized is Pinterest a great, sales channel to start to push into and, and do more in mm -hmm. uh, because other people may be moving away from it. So there's, there's a yeah. ton of opportunities to evaluate. I love that tip. You know, it reminds me, uh, if you haven't been a chief marketing officer in a down economy or in a company that's under, you know, stress, then if you have lived through that, you're smarter right now than 
people who are just throwing money around and have never been really a formal marketer in a context in which there's a lot of stress. And um, it's almost like being in a fight where you've never seen a move before, but somebody, you know, like I think of MMA or something like that, somebody who's been in that uh, kind of situation and they've seen the, the, the stuff happen before, they can be smarter. And so if you don't have a budget for your marketing, then, um, and you're just winging it, then now's the time to be super smart about it. Now, and I'll just tell you what, what professional chief marketing officers do under duress, under, under stress, is they, their budget will not be cut to zero. They'll say, here's my budget, and they're going to reshift how they spend their money, and they're going to get the best possible deals on advertising, and they're not going to waste money on theoretical things. Like they probably won't lean into TikTok right now but they'll probably say, what is our very best money-making advertising system? And let's double down on those because we know they work. We know how to work them. And we're not going to just you know, take the foot off the gas pedal completely. Um, and so they'll really think through, you know, how to do the ad spend. And yeah, I think that's really wise uh, advice right now. And in general, the, the thing I'd encourage you to do is where do you spend money and you know you can make money back? and lean into that. Maybe it's email marketing. Maybe it's just a couple advertising systems or, or approaches. And those would be the ones that you really want to make sure you sharpen up and use effectively right now because your competitors could be falling apart right now. They could be in total panic. They could be going bankrupt. They could be taking their foot off the gas pedal completely. And you have an opportunity to move forward in terms of name recognition, prospect identification, uh, people who are interested in what you have, um, if you play your cards right uh, in a down economy. Yeah. Love that one. Yeah, okay. Good tip. Good, one. good tip. We got one more. One more. Last one. Uh, this is a perfect time. Down markets are a perfect time to review your product uh, mix mm -hmm. and to ask yourself the question, uh, do I have products that are right for this market? And the worst scenarios are people who are getting caught with the wrong product in a down market. Now there's hilarious, weird things happening too. I mean, Kyle, you just told me about one guy who's right. hoarding, what do you hoard? Hand sanitizer? Yeah. yeah some guy, I think it was in yeah. Tennessee or something like that. He, yeah. he went around and bought out all of the hand sanitizer, like 17,000 units from all the surrounding area and was going to, he spent like 10 or $15,000 on hand yeah. sanitizer. And his goal is to take them and throw them up on Amazon and like, 10x the price right bought him for a dollar he was gonna sell them for like 50 yeah uh, but the second he goes to do that amazon says nope we're not accepting any more of the of you as a seller you can't create a new listing for this you're not going to be allowed we're not going to let you do it yeah. sorry you're out of luck so yeah. it was one of those things where he couldn't do it and then it got even worse for him because the attorney general in his state actually said hey we think you're trying to uh, instigate price gouging uh, in a time of crisis, you need to, uh, wow. we're going to investigate you. So investigators wow. were at his house because he just had all the stuff in his like storage unit. And so it, yeah. it seems like, I think the moral, the end of the story is that he ends up uh, going to donate all of that and take right off the $10,000, $15,000 is a loss. Yeah. Uh, bad, so it's a, also a terrible business model. It's a good wow. example of somebody, somebody doubling down on a oh. questionable business model. Now, I'm not saying retail arbitrage is, a bad model, but in such times as this, it has its weaknesses that become glaringly bad. And um, so, 
you know, I'm, all of us have to review our, our model and think about that kind of thing and, and review what we're selling and ask the question, is this uh, fragile as a product strategy or is it anti-fragile? Yeah. And um, obviously, you know, I've, we, I've kind of built our business on digital goods and digital goods uh, in this kind of model. You know, we started our company in 2007, 2008. And when we got into digital goods in 2009, we immediately realized the benefits mm-hmm. of a digital goods based business. And so it's not too late. I mean, if you're, a, if your yeah. product strategy is wrong right now, um, ask yourself the questions, is my customer base interested in information about what I'm selling? And can I create a digital product that could serve them well? Um, so, I mean, I think these are the, these are the suggestions um, that we would uh, put out there. Obviously this is a long tip of the week. There's uh, a, a lot of tips happening here. This is a biggie, but I, I think this makes a, a good one for this week because of the times and how crazy it is out there. So um, hopefully everybody will um, rally. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the economy will rally. Hopefully business will rally and um, we'll see people's businesses rebound and be successful here in the near term. Um, and if you love this kind of conversation and want to learn more, of course, our mastermind program is available check the website and we have one-on-one coaching available as well. If you're in a situation where you're wanting to move from Amazon or eBay to Shopify, then, um, then, you know, look into our coaching program. Uh, we work with tons of uh, solid six and seven figure business operators who are scaling quickly um, and they're finding success and uh, it's an honor to work with them. So it'd be great uh, to connect if that's uh, you as well. So Kyle, any final thoughts? Uh, stay safe, everyone. Stay healthy, stay whole, and uh, get, push forward. You know, like implement these tips, and we look forward to hearing your comments, feedback um, online, and you feel free to reach out to us if we can be of any help whatsoever. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. All right, buddy. See you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the e-commerce leader. Hey, don't forget to subscribe because when you do, you'll get notified. And next time you log into your podcast player, you'll see our latest episode nestling at the top of your lists. Thanks again for listening.